With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments. Get started at Chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. What is going on, Zingers? My name is Ryan McNamara, and I'd like to welcome you to Flight 54 on the Moon or Bust rocket ship, your thing for all things altcoins and DeFi. Today's mission will be co-piloted by DeFi developer Brian Moore. Unfortunately, Logan Ross will not be joining us today. He actually took a trip to the Himalayas to find the next 100x altcoin gem. So stay tuned for that. How are you doing today, Brian? Welcome to the stream. Doing good. Good. Uh, so let's get things started. First things first, guys. Smash that like button for us. We have Shiba Inu versus Floki Inu, a face-off. Stay tuned. We're going to go over the crypto markets. We're going to look at some NFTs. But I think we should get this show started. What do you think, Brian? I think that sounds like a plan. All right. Do you have TradingView pulled up? Let's go over the markets. Bitcoin's looking pretty damn good today. We're at $54,400. Things are looking bullish. Let's see what's up with Bitcoin. I'm trying to pull it up. It was having trouble. There we go. <clears throat> what a beautiful chart. What is this? The one-week candlesticks. We set a new local high this week. Oh, my God. My face is so big. Aaron, what are you doing? Okay, that's good. That looks good. So, yeah, I mean, I think we're extremely bullish. I think quarter four is going to look absolutely amazing for Bitcoin. As you can see, we have this weekly candle that's over 10% in the green already. And we still have a few more days till close. Where do you think this is going to end up, Brian? I'm hoping above the 56. Um, I'm, I'm pretty bullish right now. There's nothing showing that it's going to slow down. I think it's only going to go up from here. Um, I'm pretty happy with all this. Yeah, and if you guys don't tune into all the shows, we've been calling a lot of these prices to a T lately. We bought the dips. We said when, where we think it's going, where it's going now. And I mean, we are on track. I think we'll see new all-time highs this quarter. Things are looking great for us. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm very bullish. Same with Ethereum, Bitcoin, and crypto in general. I'm very excited about it. So, Brian, the question <clears throat> is, how long do you think it's going to take before we see a new all-time high? <sighs> Uh, I'm hoping before the end of this year, I, I think that's really doable. I think it's plausible and I think it's going to happen um, fairly soon, actually. Yeah. And last time we saw a run up like this, we got so many green candles in a row, green weekly candles at that. How many? One, two, three, four, five weekly candles all in the green. So that's over a month, essentially just going straight up for Bitcoin. I'm wondering if we can see the same thing happen again now that we've got two huge green weekly candles and one that's about to close in a couple days. Yeah, and our lowest point is just a smidge below 40,000. And I, I think that that's good signs. We're sticking above 50,000. I think once we pass that 55, 56 mark, I think then it then we're going to see the rocket ship. That Are you able to put the bull market support band up on here? Do you have to be signed in? What's the deal, Brian? I'd like to see that if we can. 
think it's called the bull market support band. Obviously, I'm not in my uh, office. Right oh, there now. we go. First oh, one. Difficult to find it. Well, we're going to sign him with Spencer. Oh, thank you, Spencer. I appreciate it. Thanks, guy. We'll favor that for him. Yeah. That's one that has to be favorited. Oops. So we've been trading off of this bull market support band quite a bit. Brian, if you can pull up the daily candles for this, I think it tells the story a little bit better. But this Bitcoin support band has been notorious for holding during bull markets. And once you hold above it, we're typically off to the races. So as you can see, earlier this year, we broke below it. Things were looking pretty bearish. But at the time we said, you know, we'll probably be trading between thirty to $40,000 for a few months. And hopefully we can reclaim the support band. And once we go back down, test it, then we're off to the races. So I think that is what happened here. I don't think we'll be testing again at this point. I mean, what, we're 25% above it at this point. Obviously, anything can happen, but I think that we're off to the races. We might see a correction, but I don't think we're going back down to the low $40,000 range again. But, I mean, it could happen. It's unlikely, but I think it could happen. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Anything could happen. <clears throat> but I think that uh, we're going to keep at least above 50K. We might see a dip back down to 52, 50,000. But like you said, I think we're off to the races now. I think we're going to see all new time, uh, a new all-time high before 2022 that's my prediction that's my moon or bust just prediction job and you know we've called it like it is so far we haven't been wrong so let's hope we can see that brian do you see this chat right now the floki oh, army is floki. going off they're gonna have to tell us if floki inu really is just a shiba inu knockoff mm -hmm. or not let's see some shiba inu fans in the chat i guess you guys are there's sleeping today there there's a few sheeps um, see. Who I, thinks Shiba's I, I, better than Floki? Who thinks Floki's better than Shiba? I want to see some fighting in the chat. Let's get down <laughs> to business. Oh, yeah. All right. Do you want to do a little bit of technical analysis on Ethereum before maybe we move on to the general markets on CoinMarketCap? Yeah, we can do that. Let's go with... Uh, not... Uh, there we go. That's what I wanted so we're seeing the same about the same thing, of course, with Bitcoin. And um, I think the dips and the highs are a little bit more rigid with Ethereum, but it's going to follow suit. And I think we're going to have the same principle. I think we're going to see at least over $44,000 to maybe even $5,000 at least before the end of this quarter. That's my uh, prediction on that. Well, do you think Ethereum is more volatile just because the market cap is lower? Because I think that institutional buyers that are buying up Bitcoin aren't moving. So then, therefore, the volatility of Bitcoin will go down as these institutions come in who are more sticky. They're not just able to liquidate their position whenever they want. You know, it's a multi-month process for them, not just a couple second process like a lot of the traders who trade Ethereum and altcoins. Yeah, and I think what, what you said earlier, I think a lot of people are also uh, institutional investors are in Bitcoin. They're not touching Ethereum. I think Ethereum is more for the retail people. It's more for, you know, us, our viewers, everybody. For and now. Bitcoin's more that, um, you know, in, institutional store of value as opposed I to think, Ethereum. I think institutions will come running for Ethereum, though. It's just a matter of time. Just, yeah, it just takes time for sure. It's just newer, you know, and yeah. everyone's all about Bitcoin, but they'll see Ethereum is better in, in my opinion. Totally. And I agree with you, Brian. I think Ethereum is 
better than Bitcoin for most things. Obviously, Bitcoin's the best store of value as far as cryptocurrency goes, but Ethereum can do so much more. Vitalik Buterin, the founder of Ethereum, he describes it as a general purpose blockchain. I don't think there's a better description for it. I mean, developers can really just build whatever they want. It's up to their imagination, and it really does have limit limitless potential. I mean, you see Shiba. Shiba is on Ethereum's network. You have Shiba yep. Swap made. I mean, it's really up to developers' imaginations for what they can do with Ethereum. Agreed. Agreed. And I cannot wait to get into the Floki Shiba little conversation. It's going to get about. down and dirty. Ooh. That is for sure. That's going to be exciting. Well, you want to go through the, the Mechaverse or do you want to go straight to the the top? Do you want to look at coin market cap just for a second? We can look at what coins are popping off. Obviously, Shiba Inu has been going crazy this week. I have a feeling that a lot of people in the chat have made a lot of money over these past seven days. Shiba Inu is up about 270%. And I have a hunch Floki Inu is up too this week. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's give it a look-see. There's mini Shiba, what, whatever that means. Very interesting. But I know What Shiba is the sorted is... by right now, Brian? <clears throat> this is the I'm top seeing... ranking. Top trending. Can we go to top by market cap? Yes. I'm all about the market cap here. There we go. All right. So we went over Bitcoin. We went over Ethereum. Are you able to change that to seven day percentage instead of 24 hours? Because I like to look at seven days. I think that gives a better indicator of the current trends than just 24 hours. Hmm. I don't know. I guess we'll look at 24 hours then. <laughs> Let's go back to by market cap instead of by percentage gains. Unless you want to do percentage gains, we can do that. No, no, no. we can do by market cap. Cardano, still around $2.20. You know, there was a lot of hype with Cardano. If you like Cardano, let us know in the chat. If you guys have been around the show, you know I'm not the biggest fan of Cardano. It's the third largest cryptocurrency, and it doesn't really have too much to show. They had their Alonzo hard fork where they implemented smart contracts on their blockchain a couple weeks back, and it was very hyped up. But I still don't see an ecosystem around Cardano. I don't know why these platforms aren't live on the blockchain, but I think there are some problems with that hard fork as far as concurrent transaction goes. So make sure to do your own research. But I, I mean, Cardano at $2.27, it might be a buy, but I personally am not invested because I do not see that ecosystem being developed as I'd like to see. So, I, you know, <clears throat> I actually do like Cardano, but I do agree. I think that once the uh, ecosystem's a little bit more developed and more has more users, I think we're gonna it's going to explode. I think we'll actually see some real movement on Cardano and it'll be worth holding it because everyone's been holding it for so long with not much happening, but everyone knows what it's worth, like what the project actually can accomplish. So I think eventually it will. I mean, it's number three on the full market cap. It's, it's over BNB. Um, it just has a little bit ways to go. Just another 400 billion <laughs> until it hits Ethereum. But, you know, we'll see. I think the play with Cardano isn't ADA itself, but actually the tokens in its ecosystem once it develops. So, I mean, you saw that with Ethereum, all the DeFi tokens that exploded last year as its ecosystem was developed. And then you saw it again with Solana. I mean, Solana pumped really hard about a month ago, and then you saw its ecosystem tokens explode too. So, I mean, that's how I'm going to play it. I'm not personally invested in Cardano, like I said, at the moment. But once that ecosystem comes out, 
I will be finding some solid projects on Cardano and probably throwing some crypto at those because I think that's where we'll see the big gains. Cardano's already the third largest cryptocurrency by market cap. So there's only so much more gains that you can get from it. I mean, at $72 billion, if it 10Xs, you're getting close to a trillion dollar market cap, which is absolutely insane. I think that you can find those 10 to 50X gains on ecosystem tokens if you pick solid projects once the ecosystem comes out, because at this point, Cardano really doesn't have a DeFi ecosystem. That's true. A little fun fact about Bitcoin right now is uh, I'm pretty sure their market cap has surpassed Facebook again now. So that's a pretty, that's, I mean. And you know why that is? Do I know why it surpassed it? Or yeah, you know why? Finally, uh, it's because because Ethereum has 100% runtime. It doesn't go down. Facebook, Facebook goes down. The stock goes down and the website goes down. And Ethereum app and the Instagram, everyone freaks, loses their mind. Gee, what are you supposed to do without Instagram? Die. I don't know. And you put it on the blockchain. Else, put it on ETH, and the problem is solved. Let's see. Floki Inu official says Floki is greater than Cardano. Might be a little bit biased there, sir, because <laughs> your name is Floki Inu official. But I will take your word for it. Floki is better than Cardano. You heard it here first. Forget Cardano. Come to Floki. I mean, they're all about it. Sheep, but we got one sheep to the moon. You know, we got, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be an interesting show, Brian. Yep. We'll see if everyone loves us or hates us. Any other cool tokens in the ecosystem right now? Anything you see on CoinMarketCap popping off? Um, Besides Bitcoin and Ethereum, just keeping on trucking. I'm, What's I'm Shiba doing? To, Let's look um, at Shiba real quick. Oh, I just pulled it up too. Shiba. Okay, so one thing about Shiba is I held on to it until it surpassed that um, one zero right here um, instead of the two. And that's when I sold. So I'm, I'm officially not in Shiba anymore, but I did, you know, I had a good return on it, but it took a while for that it to cross that one mark. Um, but coin mark, I mean, uh, Coinbase, that really pushed it over the edge and it a hundred percent, even more than that, probably like one twenty five percent the moment it was on Coinbase. So there's a lot of there's a lot of movement in Sheep, and if Doge can do it, Sheep can do it. We'll have to That's see what baby base is for you. Yeah. All right, should we hop over to NFTs just for a few minutes? I know you guys in the chat like making money. You're in Shiba, you're in Floki, making some bags. But how about making some bags from NFTs? We see people minting NFTs like yesterday with the Mechaverse NFT, one of the most hype drops we've seen in a very long time. Now, the mint price on these was 0.2 ETH, so right around $700 one day later, not even a day later, if you got this mint within 30 minutes, you could sell it for right around six Ethereum. So you're going from a $700 investment to about $20,000 in the matter of less than an hour. So that's absolutely insane. Tons of potential in NFTs right now. The question is, when does the bubble pop? Is this a bubble and does it pop? It looks like a bubble. I think solid projects will last, you know, like the dot-com bubble, solid projects will last. Some of them will go to zero. And I think this is an interesting project. They have a lot of partnerships that it comes from some legit artists and they have a, loads of followers on Twitter. They have about 150,000 followers on Twitter. Their Discord's actually completely full too with 250,000 members in their Discord. So obviously there was a ton of hype surrounding this project. That's why people minted it for 0.2 ETH and were able to sell for about $20,000, about 6 ETH. So that's absolutely insane returns. I love to see this in the NFT space. 
Yeah, I mean, and we're going to see a lot more projects like this, too. And if you want more NFT news or anything, go to the NFT, the roadmap show we have on Benzinga. That's kind of our little partner crypto show as well. And um, they dive deep into some of these. But this is pretty interesting. This the the Mechaverse is something new I just found out about today. And I'm I'm pretty bullish on it as well. I think it's really, really neat. Yeah, guys, if you want that NFT alpha, definitely check out the roadmap. It is the best live stream on YouTube for NFTs. They show you projects early. They get interviews with the top NFT projects. You don't want to miss that. No, you don't want to miss out on making money. Who who would? Exactly. You that's know. what I'm saying, Brian. That's, that's a, exactly we're, we're, what I'm saying. We're all going to make it. Wag me. And it's all because of penguins, whales, secret society of whales, and crypto punks and JPEGs. What a what a time to be alive. Welcome to the cryptoverse. That's right. The mechaverse, if you will. The mechaverse. Well, we don't want to keep you waiting, guys. I think we should get right into it. Let's talk Shiba Inu. Let's talk Floki Inu. I'm out. Let's find out what's better. You know, let's hear what you guys think in the chat. But let's hear let's hear it from us. We're gonna get John G, resident crypto advisor at Benzinga, on the show to talk with us. How are you doing, John G? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Thanks for having excited. me. There's going to be some dirt in the chat. Ooh, it's going to get it's salty. Gonna get, it's going to get salty in the chat. We're going to see what happens. Shiba Toshi says Cryptozillas are the next 20x. I have not seen that NFT, but might have to check it out if it's the next what is 20x. Shiba Toshi? He knows. Yes. That might be Satoshi. We don't That's know. Great. Well, John, why don't you uh, give us a little rundown of you know each one? And what you think? Just broad picture, high level well, overview. Uh-huh. Before I do that, I'm gonna say you guys have a great show here. So if you guys haven't subscribed, definitely subscribe and, and hit that turn that like button to the on position. Safety first here, guys. Great, great stuff. So, yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not too much into this meme game in terms of like understanding the next thing. I heard about Floki. I don't know, maybe three days ago, um, and I'm not too familiar with Brian. Ryan and I were talking a little bit about it um, yesterday and today. Um, so I'm still learning quite a bit about it. But, I mean, this stuff is fascinating to me. I was a little bit, I was a little bit perplexed by you know the Dogecoin, the Dogecoin mania. mania. Um, you know, Ryan, Ryan and Logan, we talked about it a little bit. I think probably Brian, Brian has definitely talked about it a little bit too. Um, but I mean, at that time, to me, I get it. Okay, so it's a meme. Like people love dogs. Like it just took off. Like why wouldn't you want to pay with the dog coin? It's it's more of a marketing game. Makes sense. Shiba Inu. Like it kind of caught me by surprise as well. I mean, what, 32,000% in a month? That's absolutely insane. Um, but I don't know. I take I like to take a look back um, and just kind of understand the markets from just like what it actually is and like what's going on here. Like for Shiba Inu, I get it. Like it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy that, yeah, it's a meme. But I'm sure a lot of people here kind of know how to use this technology. But if I take a step back and look, and what this really is, is it's, it's people learning how to use the future of finance, right? Like all these things are totally. smart contracts based on Ethereum blockchain. Like it's all an educational experience. Like I didn't even know what DeFi was. In, in, none of us kind of really knew what it was until obviously last summer. I had a vague understanding of it last summer and a lot more uh, intimate understanding of it um, earlier this year as it just kind of the market started coming back and I've been spending more time learning and researching crypto and just understanding what all this stuff is. But I don't know. I mean, I look at, especially there's a lot of influencers. I watch a lot of different like crypto influencers out there. I know cryptos are us is one of the guys that just, he was always hating on Shiba Inu and people kept asking him like, don't talk about it. It's just another meme scam coin. And he just recently flipped on it. Um, and I, I don't know, 
I didn't get a full gathering of why he flipped on it. I'd have to maybe watch his episode again on it and, and hear more conversations from him. It'd be interesting to see how, what is, how his perspective actually has changed. But, and then I, I was watching Meet Kevin recently and Hell yeah. watching, watching what he was saying to me, that's going to, I mean, I kind of been thinking about this a while, but just click, like he's like talking about, you know, burning incentives and all these other different things. Like all these token, like we're all here going through an educational experience on this stuff. And maybe, maybe, Shiba Inu will will moon and then bust. Who knows? And then we'll all just be bored with some other non-meme tokens. But why not have the future? Why not have the future of, of finance be a, a meme token? Like it, there's no reason it can't be. It's fun. No, I think it goes to a lot of kids. I mean, there's a lot of kids out there that are still um, just think about like the ten-year-olds out there that, you know, it's crazy when you hear like a you know a twelve-year-old did this crazy thing that just like blew up online and made a lot of money off of it. I think this stuff is like fun, right? That's the whole point of this, the whole point of these meme tokens. So it gets kids excited, gets people interested in technology and learning how to operate on this stuff. So I'd be very interested to see where Floki's going in terms of in terms of that. Like how how is it gonna push forward our educational experience and what DeFi is um, versus what Shiba Inu did. Um, so I think that's kind of something that for me to be like invested in, in the long term. To understand i like i said i haven't done too much research on it yet so i'd be interested in hearing more about what you guys know and maybe if people in the chat can say share some things that we should be paying attention to that would be uh i think a good, good thing totally to yeah we're gonna take a complete deep dive into both shiba inu and floki so we're gonna look at a technical analysis of both decide which one we think is better from a technical perspective and then we're going to look at the fundamental analysis what these coins can be used for and then give a final verdict but before we get into it, be sure to subscribe, drop a like, let's get that like number up, let's get 1,000 likes, and then we'll start, you know, maybe a little bit less, but I'm shooting for the moon, just like Shiba Good. Inu, just like Floki Inu, 1,000 likes, and we'll get Shiba hey, Inu to $1, maybe, mm -hmm. probably not, I'm not sure. I'm not also check out the a Crypto Show, I mean channel that we have, we'll be pushing a lot more content on there as well, and we want, we need some more subscribers over there. Totally. And let me reiterate on that. We're giving a giveaway to somebody who subscribes to Benzinga Crypto's YouTube, YouTube channel, excuse me. So be sure to subscribe and we'll be doing a giveaway within the next couple of weeks. We're going to give away either some crypto or an ENS domain name. Or an NFT. You never or an know. NFT. Yeah. It's open. Let us know what you want to see. Let us know what you want to get given away to you in the chat and we'll make it happen. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. So what do you think about the <clears throat> how Floki has, you know, all this the a metaverse and unlockable content with NFTs, which uh, now every project has their own NFT, you know, something revolved around that. But what do you think that of that whole ecosystem that they're building there compared to what Shiba Inu has, where it's more just, you know, they're a little bit they were earlier to the game and they gained a lot of traction. But, you know, they just have the token. They do have the Shiba swap and a few other stuff but what do you think about the differences between their two ecosystems either well, shiba shiba inu is definitely much more developed than floki at this point floki is a newer cryptocurrency so it's understandable but i mean with shiba swap you can do a lot more there is potential with floki as it develops but right now i mean there's not much utility with it there's some questionable tokenomics for sure so i mean i'm a little bit speculative on it but We'll see what happens. I think ShibaSwap has a little bit better ecosystem. It was interesting to see, though, there was about $1.5 billion of Shiba Inu tokens and ERC-20 tokens locked inside of ShibaSwap about a couple days after it launched, which is just crazy to see. I mean, that got bigger than some huge DeFi platforms out in the space that have been around for months on end. So that was really impressive. But I do have to say, I checked today, and there's about $350 million locked now which is surprising to me because, I mean, Shiba Inu's gone up like 300%, right? So maybe like a week ago, it was only $100 million. So, I mean, the ecosystem's total value lock has gone down by about 90%. So I'm not exactly sure why. I think there might have been a Shiba Inu whale involved in that ecosystem that may have left. But I did not do my research to see why or who moved off all of this money from the exchange. But it's definitely on a downtrend right now as far as the total value locked on ShibaSwap which actually, I should note, presents an opportunity. There's a lot higher interest rates now on ShibaSwap because there's less total value staked on the platform. So the, the rewards are getting distributed to less people. They only get distributed to those people that either provide liquidity or stake on ShibaSwap's platform. So it's getting distributed to a lot less people now, so your rewards are higher. So, I mean, that may, may be a good opportunity for people in ShibaSwap looking to earn interest. Yeah. I think so too. I think the cool thing about Floki is I think that they are playing more towards the the now situation. I think that they have a lot more um, going on with their NFT projects, their metaverse, and their whole play to earn and stuff like that, which I think is going to be one of the next is going to be the next biggest thing to blow up. It was you know regular crypto shit coins and ICOs or IDOs rather, <clears throat> and then NFTs. And I think now with Axie Infinity just always rocketing and things going on solana i think the play to earn is gonna just take over the market i think that's gonna be the next big um fiasco 
in crypto that we'll see. Totally. And I want to get into the technical analysis of both of these coins. So Brian, could you pull up TradingView one more time and we'll go over the candlesticks on Shiba Inu and then we'll go over the candlesticks on Floki Inu, compare them and see which one looks more bullish from a technical perspective. Yeah. And do you want to add anything um, to, you know, kind of stuff that's going on with both of those? Like we said, what do you think about the um, uh, play to earn metrics that Shiba has, John? Um, I have not seen too much of the metrics, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. I mean, the future, the future of all this, all this is entertaining stuff, right? So yeah, yeah. We all like to play games. Um, I, so I don't, I don't, I'd, I'd be, I'd, like I said, I'm not too familiar with what their actual games are, but yeah, I mean, I get it. I think that's, I think that's uh, definitely something to help help push this forward and, and make it stay for the long term. Um, and obviously, their marketing games on point. Oh, so yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, just it's interesting to see how how the ecosystem evolves if they could evolve as quick as Shiba Inu did. Mm. I, they want to see the Floki BNB um, pair as well, but here's the Shiba Inu uh, in USD on FTX. Okay, I know we're getting really close to a new all-time high for Shiba Inu, so maybe we can zoom out. You know, instead of the 15-minute candles, let's look at either the one-day or one-week candles, so we can get a higher time frame analysis. <laughs> What is this on FTX? Could you pull up Uniswap because they have the trading pair since day one. There we go. So you can see that absolutely insane run up that happened earlier this year when everyone was talking Shiba Inu. And, you know, it went down and didn't really have much movement for a long time. And now we're seeing it just absolutely moon again. And the question now, I think, is can we break through this prior all-time high? I think we're seeing resistance right now really close to where that all-time high was for Shiba Inu back in, I think it was May. So if we do break above that all-time high, we'll be in price discovery mode. And I think the sky is the limit. But we need to break that new all-time high before we can say we're off to the races. Right now, we're at resistance. I think the risk versus reward for buying Shiba right now may be too high for most people. It certainly is for me. But, I mean, once it goes into price discovery mode, we could see huge gains. We already have seen huge gains this week. Uh, the question is, is it too late to buy Shiba Inu at this price? What do you guys think? I I think that it, it might be a little <clears> – <throat> you want to wait for a kind of a pullback. Um, I wouldn't buy right now. If you bought before it was on Coinbase, before it was uh, hit the, the one zero mark and lost that other zero, that would have been key – points i think you might want to wait for a pullback what yeah i made i made the purchase two days ago <laughs> two days ago okay yeah, so it, was a, it was a it was bad timing no it was it was well actually i don't know i mean the price changes so yeah. much I, I don't keep up with it but i think actually let me take a quick look i bought i think i bought like whatever it is like 15 million of them too lazy so like shiba is hard. risky now i agree with you too too lazy oh, yeah. i think it is pretty risky right now it's certainly risky i'm about back to even right now um but yeah i mean i just bought it as a speculative play here in the short term and it was I mean, what what was that time range that it started taking off was that like a week ago when it started taking yeah, off? it was about a week ago it, yeah. uh right when it was on um coinbase did it start did it start wait what right what do you mean right when it was on coinbase, when so it, was on coinbase? It, it ran up that it went over about maybe almost close to 200 percent when it was listed on coinbase right. and coinbase pro before that i think the the previous all-time high was uh around that one zero mark and now we're kind of close to um oh no it was it, it went to 
0.04 or yeah to that four mark so we're still about a hundred percent under the all-time high now this chart may not be a fair comparison brian against bnb it won't look the same when you're comparing usd and shiba so maybe we can look at the usd floki evaluations and then decide you know what's a better investment right now floki or shiba from a technical perspective so you want to pull up floki is that what you said floki usd if you can find it yeah Uh, I'm just going to go back to PooCoin because I can't find it on TradingView. It's not on TradingView. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That means you're early, right? There. Yeah. yeah. There well, you go. It's, yeah, it's not listed anywhere. It's just not okay. You can look at the BNB. I'm pretty sure BNB has been relatively flat anyway, so I think the charts should look pretty similar to each other. It has. It it has done some gains, but it stayed pretty consistent, which is really surprising with everything that's going on in Binance and the whole world of Binance. They're getting shut out of everything, but BNB just keeps ripping. I mean, we're still at that 400 mark, but you're right. It's stayed pretty consistent, which is really As of recently, at the very least. (laughs) Now, Floki is not an old coin by any means. It came out... When was it? Early September? I'm sure there's someone in the chat who knows. When did Floki Inu release? Let us Next know. Well, that's a good idea. Go ahead. Sorry. But can you zoom out, Brian? Can we maybe look at four-hour charts? Would be good. Maybe one day. I'm not sure exactly how old Floki is. Yeah, I'm going to move over to Dex Tools because Bitcoin app isn't the best. Okay. I would assume that most of the says Dex Hawk. There you go. And CryptoFan. Thank you guys for that info. I was not sure. Regardless, pretty new cryptocurrency, and we'll see where it goes. I'd be curious where the most of the volume is happening. Is it is it on the Binance Smart Chain? You know, we could actually look at that for the fundamental part because it tells you how much Floki has been burned so far. And the platform, either Ethereum or Binance Smart Chain, that has more burned tokens would be the one that has more volume. <laughs> Just buy Floki in big old letters right at the top. There you go, Floki. <laughs> There's your. Uh, you can airdrop us some tokens, and we'll you know so, we'll, yeah, we'll uh, have the banner up for however long you want it. <laughs> but here's right. the uh, Floki chart to the USD. I'm going to go to the one day. What is this telling you? What do you think? Well, we've already seen new all-time highs pretty recently. It looks like this week, maybe five or six days ago. And once we got there, we shot up all the way to 8,000 billionths of a cent or whatever that is. (laughs) But, I mean, we've already made new all-time highs as of recent. So I think that is bullish. We saw a dip, but it wasn't sustained. You know, it was a V-shaped recovery. That's what I like to see. Kind of similar to what happened back in September. There was a run-up to new all-time highs, a dip, and then that dip was short-lived, and then we saw a recovery with, let's see, one, two, three, four, five days in a row of huge green candlesticks to new all-time highs. What do you guys think? Do you think this is a pretty bullish chart? Do you think that we should be concerned buying in at all-time highs? Is it too risky? No, I think I personally think this is a, a scenario where it's not too risky to buy Floki right now with with all the hype and everything going on around it. Um, we also didn't talk about with Sheeb, we need to talk about Bone and the their uh, you know extra tokens that are involved in their ecosystem because that that plays a big part in it. 
But um, I think Floki has a lot more chance because, like John said earlier, it there's a lot of fun and there's these memes that are just running off and you know all these meme tokens and stocks or anything, and um, I think that there's a there's a good chance that we'll see it just keep rising, you know, at least until the popularity dies down. But I don't see that yeah. happening. From a from a risk reward standpoint, I mean, obviously both Shiba and uh, Shiba and Floki are super risky so put only in what you're willing to lose because i easy, easily could pop and fall but it seems from a reward risk standpoint floki might be the better buy um in terms of like its potential upside in the short term that's what it kind of seems to me but also things yeah. well i mean that's the thing too, i mean it's really it's about how hard it is to get right like i tried to i'm sure it's probably easier in the binance smart chain but i just don't i just haven't actually traded on the binance smart chain I was having issues purchasing on Uniswap just due to slippage for Floki and just like stopped me from actually getting it. So if that, I don't know if that problem is resolved or if it's easier on Binance Smart Chain, like maybe more people have it there. Um, They're just getting in earlier and I don't know, we'll see. But I think it could be a better risk reward. John, you bring up a really good point because Shiba Inu is listed on Coinbase now and it's listed on eToro. So you have a bunch of these retail investors who may not have a MetaMask or know how to use the DeFi ecosystem, and they're still able to buy Shiba Inu. And I think that's a big reason why Shiba is going up so much right now, just simply that investors have access to this asset, whereas Floki, is that's just not the case. And I'm not sure that will become the case because it is on both Ethereum and Binance Smart Chain. It would be really hard to list. And they have some sus tokenomics that might not work on exchanges so i don't think it will get listed on any big exchanges like shiba has but i mean we'll see what happens it's always possible i i agree with that because there's i am very surprised that shiba is on coinbase um but i also think that could be a good thing too because we're trying to get away from all this centralization and, you know, eventually people are going to figure out how to use MetaMask if they want or a wallet if they want to use a decentralized exchange. And I don't think it really matters as much anymore as it did like three or four months ago where the main end goal was to get on Coinbase or Binance or we're not even Binance because anyone can go on there. But, you know, get on Coinbase and that's how you know you made it. Now you can have a multi multi million dollar uh, market cap token just straight on on uh, pancake swap or uniswap i mean it's kind of crazy yeah i'd be interested I, there's some interesting like events that are probably going to be unfolding here soon because i'd be really interested to know like how familiar the users of robin are, Robinhood are with some of these like actual DeFi tools and using metamask versus the users of coinbase i would imagine that uh, the Coinbase users would have much more familiarity with using these tools. So, so when something like Shiba Inu actually gets listed on Robinhood, if that actually happens, um, and they start like allowing uh, cryptocurrencies to be exported from their service, that's just like another way for like, oh, all of a sudden I can export. So now they, those those users might actually start experimenting and learning uh, some of these tools, and that could be a way to get people into more of like the DeFi ecosystem. And, and to the point on Floki, like maybe, maybe we'll have to see. I think they, if, if they can actually create like a catchy game, I haven't played like uh, Axie Infinity, so I don't, I, I, I kind of, I kind of get it, but I, I'm not too familiar with the, with the gameplay. I'm not like a super big gamer, but I'd be curious if they can create some sort of like sticky type game and, and be, be able to maintain relevance. I could see somebody like Coinbase eventually listing it if it's actually something that is sticky and has a community. So that could be like, 
you know, the, the asymmetric upside in terms of a potential opportunity if their community could actually like make that happen. So I don't know. I still think the risk reward for Floki is better than, than she, but there's, I think they both have, they're both high risk reward. Like they both. Yeah. I, I, I'd agree with that too. And like you said, um, with the Coinbase thing, um, I think, I mean, Sheba's on Coinbase. So there's no reason Floki couldn't be. I mean, just like you said, they, they have the community, all this other stuff. So who, I mean, there's, it, it wouldn't be crazy if it was listed. Okay. Well, it looks like we've reached consensus from a purely technical perspective. Floki looks more bullish than Shiba Inu right now. I don't know if there's any beef in the chat, but I mean, let's see it. Let's <laughs> see it. Shiba, come out. Let us know what you think. Is Floki worth buying? Or are there people that are in both Floki and Shiba Inu? Is this just a one-sided game or can you invest in both? Mm, it might be sacrilegious to buy both Shiba Inu and Floki Inu. Heaven forbid you invest mm -hmm. more than one token. You know. You're either a Shiba Maxi or a Floki. Or you're Floki you simply can't be both. No, no, get out of here with that. Go. Okay, I think we should get right on to the fundamental analysis of these tokens, where they could go, what the utility is, and then give a final verdict. Brian, do you think you could maybe pull up Shiba Swap? We can go through some of the key features, what the use case is for the token, and then we can go over to Floki. Yes. That's crazy, guys. 880 live viewers right now. If you haven't already, please smash that like button. You don't see any other company giving you this type of content. So please go down there, hit the like button. It helps the YouTube algorithm, and it will reach more people, okay? So this will show up on People's Recommended. If you press the like button, spread the word about Shiba Inu, spread the word about Floki Inu, all you got to do is smash that like button. Smash it. Heck, if we get, uh, like, I don't know, 500 200 likes we'll do a giveaway that's pretty low i don't know about that 300 300 let's get 300 likes and we will do a giveaway maybe another shiba inu hat yes. embroidered shiba inu hat those are dope you can go check it out on benzinga.swag.com i think it is just look up benzinga swag you'll be able to find it moon or bus merch we have embroidered shiba inu hats embroidered bitcoin and ethereum hats and some other dope merch like this says decentralize everything we got the one brian's wearing as well and uh yeah we'll, we'll how about this we'll even create a floki hat Ooh, if yeah that would 500 be cool. likes how about the boom? 500 likes we'll likes make a floki, a floki new hat and give it away smash that like and you can buy one afterwards we're already at 250 likes so heck you guys are gonna all right our money Clock is ticking. We don't have too much more time left, so let's get into the fundamental analysis. So ShibaSwap is a token on Ethereum. Right now, the total value locked on ShibaSwap is $375 million. Definitely a big number, but it was bigger in the past, like I mentioned earlier on the show. And there are quite a few functions right now. So NFTs aren't released yet, but those are coming. 10,000 unique Shiboshis. We'll see how that goes. I mean, NFTs are booming right now. I would not be surprised if those do really well with how active the Shiba Inu community is. 
there's also dig so dig is basically like liquidity provision very similar to uniswap where you can provide liquidity with your erc20 tokens and earn rewards so i don't think you can see the apr for that because it's dependent on the people trading on the platform you get a portion of the fees distributed to you for the people trading uh very similar to uniswap like i said very similar to sushi swap so that's one opportunity you have on the shiba swap ecosystem there's also Barry. So you can stake your tokens. Brian, if you can click stake tokens, let's look at that APY. What can you make by staking your Shiba swap tokens? Can you see that? Wow. Okay. So 437% all the way up to 4,000%. That's absolutely insane, guys. But I always say on the show, if you don't know where this interest is coming from, it's likely too good to be true. So make sure to do your own research figure out where this interest rate is coming from. Because if it's not coming from other users, it's probably coming from some type of issuance. And as tokens get issued out and they become circulating in the supply of Shiba Inu, supply and demand would state that Shiba Inu, the price would go down if demand stays the same. So make sure that these this APR is from uh, a legitimate place because these are some very, very high APYs. So just be careful. I mean, it looks like a great opportunity if these APYs are legit, but I personally would not be staking over the long term. I mean, who knows where these APYs will go and where the price of ShibaSwap will go over the next year, over the next five years. You know, maybe it's a good opportunity for a few weeks to try and accumulate some more Shiba tokens. What do you guys think? I do. I did uh, want to mention, I just put in um, how to buy Floki and how to buy Shiba into the chat. Um, two of our money articles so you guys check those out if you don't already have um either the tokens now you know how to find it um but definitely check those articles out all right so we covered barry make sure to do some research on those interest rates figure out why you're staking this cryptocurrency and how you're securing the network through staking but let's see are there other features that ShibaSwap already has live Let's let's give it a gander. Let's go to the more info on NFTs. Ooh, Shiboshis. They're coming. I don't think they're out yet, unfortunately. Also, please educate me in the chat. Does Floki have utility right now? Is there a program you can go on with Floki Inu and use the tokens for something productive? I know they're promising lots of big things in the future, but I could not find their application live earlier today when I was doing my research. Please let me know if that's not the case. And Floki has some programs that we can look into like this, like ShibaSwap. Here's their uh, analytics dashboard. Oh, I guess yeah, let's check that out. <clears throat> okay, hold on one second. I got a, it didn't share it. Someone tell us about CryptoCart. Oh, yeah, what is CryptoCart? Boom, boom, we're in, we're on it, we're in there. So first of all, the liquidity on the platform, that's the same as total value locked. Why don't we look at the total value locked over its lifespan instead of just over the week? Let's look at the trend. I mean, it looks like there's an uptrend right now, but you have to remember that that uptrend is mostly because the price of Shiba Inu has been going up, not because new users are entering the platform. If Shiba Inu doubles, then the liquidity locked also doubles in terms of USD. Of course, it stays the same in terms of Shiba Inu. Agreed. Sorry. Brian, can you check out the entire lifespan of the total value locked on Shiba Inu there? I think it's the one week view right now. 
So yeah, I mean, it's hard to see the fluctuations. It looks like we are on a little bit of an uptrend right now, but we did have that huge drop-off that happened maybe a month after Shiba Swap came out. I would like to know what happened there. If there's any Shiba Inu holders in the chat that know what happened to all of that liquidity, that was about a billion dollars. That's a huge amount of money. But I mean, aside from that, it looks relatively flat, a recent uptick. But like I said, that's probably due to the price what are you guys thinking? I, uh, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, um, there's a, a lot of people in the chat are saying that those are whales that are making these moves. Um, it, but be, since it's on Coinbase, you got to remember that Coinbase also takes a lot of it and holds a lot of it so you can buy and sell it. So that's going to throw off some of the metrics and some of the analytics for showing like where it's moving, what it's doing or if it's going down, because even if it sells on, you know, Uniswap, it's not, the price won't be as affected as if it gets bought and sold on Coinbase. So it's going to, who knows? And Tyrell Ford is giving us a quick explanation of CryptoCart. CryptoCart is a digital marketplace where consumers can spend their cryptocurrencies on real world goods in an affordable way. Okay. I mean, that's kind of interesting. Dogecoin does that too. A lot of cryptocurrencies do that. It's really dependent on retailers to accept Floki. And honestly, it doesn't seem like a good token to use for payment. Why would anybody use Floki Inu to pay for goods when every time you transact, you're taxed 8%? Do you want to be taxed an extra 8% for every transaction you send and make purchases with? I mean, that doesn't really sound affordable to me. I don't know. What do you guys think? Could this be used as a payment provider cryptocurrency? I I think it's too low. One thing that it has going for it, though, is... um it being such a so kind of far away from a dollar it's easier to use as a payment because one thing that people don't understand about um using crypto as a payment source like dogecoin or xlm or any of those is it's you don't really want to sell it to use it because it has a store of value and it's going to go up so you know how everyone's heard the story of the person who bought a pizza in bitcoin um, a few years ago, and now that pizza's worth over a million dollars, but it was only like a you know twelve bucks then. So it's like, ugh, do you really want to do that and use it? And that's what I think scares people away from using crypto as payments, um, like to buy goods, groceries, pay bills, whatever, because you don't know what it's going to be. And heaven forbid you buy a Tesla for um, you know it was like one or point eight Bitcoin about a couple months ago when they offered it and uh you know a year from now when bitcoin is you know over a hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollars you just bought a fifty thousand dollar car for 200 grand okay so i want to address this comment caesar says there's no tax on crypto cart so excuse me for that if the company is on crypto cart it looks like there's no reflection fees however reflection fees are still a big problem and i think we're going to get into that relatively soon here we only have five minutes before we wrap up the show. So we should probably get going onto Floki E-News website, do some fundamental analysis and talk about the tokenomics. You got it. Yeah, in regards to the uh, to the payment, like it makes, if you're gonna buy a Tesla with Bitcoin, you may as well just hold the Bitcoin, take a loan out on BlockFi by the by the because there's some people that obviously are super heavy into these cryptocurrencies so maybe you've made so many gains that you want to make the sale or make a purchase of some sort 
but you may as well just take the loan on one of these centralized services and not pay the capital gains and pay off the loan over time. Yeah, that's a good point. And this is a good point too, um, that taxes exist. Well, they don't really necessarily exist for only swaps, but that is one of the reasons that they have those. And most of the time a developer can uh, set it to where the, the tax, you're not taxed if you're sending it to a wallet to wallet, but if you're buying it from a, you know, a, an exchange, then you, there will be the tax when you're buying and selling. But that's not always the case. Um, sometimes that they do get taxed just by transferring it out. And it all depends. You gotta you gotta really read the contract to see to figure that out. But I did bring up. Um, I have one more note on this comment though. So companies won't be holding Floki Enu. I mean, that's just a given. It's far too risky for companies to be holding Floki Enu instead of USD when they're making sales. So they will have to eventually swap from Floki into either USD or Bitcoin or a stable coin. So will they be taxed? It sounds like if they're swapping, they will be taxed. And will a company put up with an 8% tax just for swapping their cryptocurrency? I don't think that would be the case when there's alternatives like Bitcoin, Dogecoin, you know, Stellar Lumens that don't have this reflection tax and they could easily use that instead. Yeah. I do, I do think one thing that could potentially become interesting that rolls out over the next several years is if you're, so like how, how, how Bitcoin, the Bitcoin wallets work in El Salvador, you as a merchant, there's absolutely, like I hear people say, oh, like, what if you don't want Bitcoin? Well, the way they have it set up is you can take that Bitcoin and instantly transfer for dollars. So in the future, like there easily could, you could easily accept tokens like this and just have like swap contracts built right into it. So any company could accept Ethereum essentially for the purchase, for the sending of any of these tokens. And at the end of the day, these tokens are just like a marketing thing. Like, oh, you can buy, you know, whatever product with Floki. I, I wish I was paid to FUD Floki, honestly. If yeah, anyone wants to no pay me to FUD a token, I will if it's enough money. But I was yeah. not paid. I'm just looking out for you guys. I don't want you to fall for any <laughs> sus cryptocurrencies out there. Make sure to do your own research because there are lots of scams out there, especially on Binance Smart Chain. So, you know, a meme coin is one thing and a scam coin is another. So make sure to differentiate between the two and do your own research when investing. Mm-hmm. Don't just do something because we say one thing or the other. And if anyone's hiring to pay to FUD or do anything, just let us know. Will we be happy yes. to? Just pay. always use a little bonus. Yeah. You not get paid much to do this show, but it's fun. We do it for the viewers. Make sure to subscribe. You'll get some deep information on DeFi ecosystems. It's a special episode on Shiba Inu and Floki Inu, but we cover recent crypto news every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and take deep dives into virtual reality, Decentraland games, Axie Infinity, honestly, you name it. And we have sweet interviews all the time. So you don't want to miss that. Be sure to subscribe to the channel for more content like this yep and i think that about wraps up uh what we have unless you guys have anything i mean we never really got to the fundamental analysis of floki but i mean i guess it is what it is the biggest red flag for me are those reflection fees i know you guys saw it coming by now but really reflection fees do resemble a pyramid scheme in a very close way because the people with the most money in the ecosystem are getting 
the most amount of money from those reflection fees. And they're the ones who are able to sell that for a profit and hold their initial position and make daily rewards that are big enough to sell. Whereas small holders will continue to accumulate Floki Inu, hoping to grow their bag of Floki as those big whales push down the price by selling their daily rewards. That's just what happens. That's the nature of these reflective fees. It's definitely very sus to have this fee structure. So for me personally, it's a red flag. I don't invest in any reflective fee structure cryptocurrencies, especially ones that give 4% to the marketing team's wallet. That's a huge number. 4% of all of the transactions are going to Floki Inu's marketing wallet. So they can use that how they see fit. It's a multi-sig wallet, which is good. I mean, they're audited, which is also good. But like I said, I stay away from those reflection fees. All right, thank you, sir. That's what do you guys think? Am I wrong? No, I, I, I totally agree. I think the one thing that brings a lot of these projects uh, to success is their ingenious and crazy good marketing teams. I mean, there's these projects would be nothing without the marketing that they do in both of them. I mean, there's no comparison. Both of guys, them have just killed it. This just in. This just in. No taxes on sex. Oh, that's CEX, guys. Not the S word. We don't use that on the show. Uh-uh. So yeah, I mean, if you're trying to get into it, I'd recommend a centralized exchange. That way you don't have to pay 8% when you purchase and 8% when you sell. Because at the end of the day, that's 16% of your investment gone right off the bat. And then you still have to take on that risk. So I mean, that is a very big portion of the investment. So I do recommend using a centralized exchange if you decide to purchase Loki Inu. And one last thing before we get off, um, make sure you do the poll that's in the... Um that's on the chat um we need more people to do that and trust me once we get enough people like i said we've already made the likes we'll do a a giveaway on twitter um through whoever sub today and subbed on the crypto channel um so just uh keep that keep a heads up for that we'll we'll do one probably on monday All right. I think that wraps it up, guys. Thank you for joining us. Sorry about all the FUD. As you know, I'm just looking out for you. Do your own research as I do mine every single damn day. Ryan is all FUD. I mean, say what you want. You're a Viking. You got to support the token you're in. At the end of the day, it's all about the community. And like we said, we it's not all bad. The charts look bullish. You know, we said the charts look bullish. I think that is a fact. But at the same time, do your own research. Look at these fundamentals and make sure you know what you're investing in. With that, I think it wraps it up. Good. How's the, uh, how's the house? Are you guys- See y'all. Peace out, guys. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, 
and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.